25-year-old Chelsea Poorman has been missing for over a year. On September 6, 2020, she went out for dinner and drinks with her sister in Vancouver and then met up with friends. Later that evening, she set out on her own and texted her sister to say that she was with a new bay. That is the last anyone has heard from her. Her disappearance remains unsolved. Please visit ChelseaPorman.com for more information. Chelsea was a member of the Kawakatoos First Nation. Murder is the third leading cause of death for First Nations women. Are you listening yet? Hey everybody and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver and I'm here I'm here with I'm here with <laughs> my sister, co-host and partner in crime Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey everybody. Excited to be here. Yeah, new case. Monday case. Yeah, kicking off yes. the week. Last week was such a huge whirlwind with all of oh the Daybell court gosh. and just so much going on. Uh, yeah, so it's nice to hit a new week and some other cases. because Right? Sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm so sick of this Daybell thing. <laughs> right? It's nice to cover something else that also deserves attention. My God. Right. Yes, yeah. most definitely. I mean, we always want to make you know, sure. Right. Yeah. You know, we, we keep our attention on Daybell, but we don't want to not put our attention other places that need it, too. Definitely. And this is absolutely one of those cases. Yeah. Uh, before we dive all the way in, though, let's have a quick Monday check-in. How's it going? How are you? Oh, good. I'm really good. Just doing really good. Getting some, I don't know, getting some fun things done that I'm enjoying, which is nice. And had a great uh, meditation this morning for Spirit School. That just It was awesome. It's weird when you're the facilitator of a meditation and you feel yourself getting a little too stuck in it and you're like, oh, I got to pull myself back out. I'm the one in charge. And it just went so well today. I was really pleased. Very good. I love that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it is a big week. I mean, it's also the second Tuesday of the week. So tomorrow night yes. we have our cold read uh, party. Yes. And that's a live stream. It is a subscription. So you have to be a part of our subscription service here on YouTube or yeah. on YouTube if you're listening to a podcast. And then you can come to the Cold Read Party at 7 p.m. Mountain. It's a, just a live stream that you'll have access to. And you can, uh, every attendee can bring us a Cold Read case, a case you want us to read for you. Bring a short paragraph, you know, of info so that you can give us the, lay down the uh, foundation for us and we will read it for you so yeah that last month was our first month of it we had a lot of fun with it we did and uh we would love to see you there it's 4.99 a month i mean it's yeah. five bucks to just get to come be a part of that bring us a case it's just it's fascinating work it's a lot of fun to be a part of so we it is and it, and it gives us a chance to read more cases because mm -hmm. and you guys know you send us cases all the time and we really appreciate that um but there's so much going on. It's hard to get to everything. It just is really hard to get to everything. And so this is another opportunity to get to more things. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's always the second Tuesday of the month at 7 p.m. Mountain. So if you're listening to this, not as a new case, but, you know, 
sometime in the future. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the cold read party is the second Tuesday of every month. It is. So, yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. That's always fun. So, mm -hmm. well, very good. Well, all's well here too. We're supposed to have snow today. So that's kind of a yikes WTF moment, but you know, it's, that's mm -hmm. early. That's not snow that will stick and stay, but I'm still. No, like, but it's October. So starting to get some little flurries and like rain, snow, mix, sleety stuff. That's welcome to Idaho. <laughs> yeah, and I don't mind. I love fall. I love this time of year. What I we had a lot of rain last week too. And this is when my mini pigs, lots of you guys know that I have two mini pigs that live in the house. And oh man, this is when the pigs start spending a lot more time in the house and they get bored and they're grumpier and they fight more and just need a lot more attention. And yeah, it, it's an adjustment to start having the pigs in more uh, for them and for me, for sure. So Sure. Anyway, I know my seriously first world problems over here, but <laughs> or problems of my own making. Let's say that <laughs> there is that. There is that. Um, my my Chewini and my Dachshund are the same way, though. Mm -hmm. They're very unhappy when it's raining. They don't want to go outside. We have to make them go out to go potty. Mm -hmm. um, we joke that they're made of spun sugar. You know, mm -hmm. they're just sure they're going to melt if they get wet at all. Yeah, they do not like wet, muddy weather at all. No, geez, no. Well, frankly, I don't like it either because the pigs, their hooves are so sharp, you know, they, they get way muddier feet than the dogs do. Oh, yeah. So and in. trying to, yeah, trying to get a, like a washcloth or something and clean their hooves, they're jerks about it. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> blah, 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 pigs are jerks. Blah, blah, the blah, end. pigs are jerks. And for some <laughs> reason, we still decided to give them couches and blankies and, you know. I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> I, I have four cats, so, you know, they're it's also true. Jerks. Yeah, I get that. Well, let's get into our case. This one, uh, I first learned about this case on TikTok. Uh, mm -hmm. I have to say, true crime TikTok is so awesome. It really it is. is. We don't it do is. enough of it. Uh, we should do more of it. It just seems like we do so much broadcasting already that it's hard to uh, always get our voice all the way out there in every single capacity. And we have a new sponsorship starting with another uh, online streamer that's starting in a week or two. And so I wish we were doing more TikToks, but I, maybe someday. I know I'm, I'm going to keep trying. I'm, keep, uh, yeah. I'm continuing to try to right. do more. Ceiling. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, other people are doing them. Um, let's see. I think that the TikToker I saw this one on initially was Dr. Panda. He is awesome, by the way, if you guys don't follow him, yes. he does. Not really true crime so much. He does uh, missing persons and social justice. And mm -hmm. anyway, he's great. But this is where I first learned about this case and felt like it was one I wanted us to do. So it yeah. is in MMIW. As you guys know, we have committed to doing a uh, missing and murdered Indigenous uh, women's case once a week. And we have mostly stuck to that throughout this entire year. And so this is our MMIW for the week. So we're talking about Chelsea Poorman. Chelsea Poorman uh, was in Vancouver, Washington, or not Washington, sorry, Vancouver, uh, BC, in Canada. Mm -hmm. And she had come into town. She didn't live there. She'd come into town to uh, spend time with her family. And she and her sister and her mom were supposed to go out to dinner. And at the last minute, mom bailed. She uh, said that she decided that uh, maybe the girls would have more fun without her, just kind of going and having some good sister time. So uh, mm -hmm. she's bowed out and said, you guys just go have a fun night. So sure. they did. 
They had dinner and drinks. Eventually, they ended up uh, at a, a friend's apartment. They hung out there for a while. And around midnight, Chelsea slipped out. And her sister didn't know where she was going. She didn't tell her. This wasn't totally um, unlike her to kind of just do her own thing. So she had uh, kind of slipped out and her sister got a text from her a little bit later saying that she was with her new bae. So her sister had no idea who that was, but figured that she uh, had just met somebody, a love interest, right? Mm -hmm. Well, that was it. That was the last they ever heard from her, ever saw her. Oh, my God. Yeah. And we don't even know if she sent that that text message or not. Yeah, we don't know. And so, of course, her family, you know, by the next day, they were very, very worried. She never came home. She never came back to the apartment that she had left. She never checked back in with her sister besides that text. And that was it. And so, of course, they immediately uh, went to the police who immediately did nothing at all mm. and in fact waited for 10 days before they put out a press conference about a missing person. What? Oh my God. This is Ten worse days. than the 24 hours or the 48 hours or the 72 hours. There's so much variability on reporting somebody missing. Yeah. But 10 days. Come yeah. on. Now, they they were, you know, talking to the family behind the scenes, but they didn't put a notice out for 10 days. Yeah. Wow. Uh, very, very frustrating. And so it was September 8th that they reported her missing. It was September 18th that a news release was shared. Oh, wow. Her mom said um, in an interview on BCTV News, her mom said, I see other people who go missing and they put them on the news right away. Chelsea wasn't on the news right away. It was maybe two weeks later. It felt like Chelsea didn't matter, and it still feels that way. Yeah. Now. It would feel that way, too. Yeah. They were, mom was finally contacted by their homicide unit. It was literally months after she went missing. (laughs) So the police still say that they have absolutely no evidence that there was foul play here. And. At one point, one of the sisters contacted them wanting to know what was being done or what what they knew. And they literally, to her face, told her that they had more important things to do. My God. Yeah. So here's the problem. And it's not really a problem, but it's a snafu with law enforcement. Apparently, this isn't the first time she's gone missing. She had moved the year before that to another town right in that same area Mm -hmm. and her mom and sister totally lost touch with her lost contact for five days and they were worried and they filed a missing persons report then and then she checked in with them and said hey i'm really sorry i lost my phone and i haven't been able to be in contact and there's worry for me that the police take a look at that and go yeah she just does this you know for sure it's now been more than a year yeah, lots then, different than five days. Come mm-hmm. on. Well, and then there's the other pat answer that, you know, adults have every right to leave. They don't have to stay. They don't have to stay in your contact. They can go if they want. That's not a crime. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Then, then prove they're still alive. Prove that they've had a lease somewhere or a job yeah. or have accessed their bank account. Fine. Yeah. Prove they're alive. 
Because which hundred percent they can't. Right. Ooh, that answer makes me so angry because you know damn well that they can't prove that there's actually been any activity mm-hmm. on anything to indicate that she is still living. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So there have been some walks in her uh, honor. There have been some uh, MMIW uh, events that she's been represented in. You know, there have certainly been people noticing uh, from from family and from her family's efforts. They've actually put a lot of efforts out there. There mm-hmm. is a website, uh, ChelseaPorman.com, and that's a place that you can go to uh, to find the place to leave a tip if you were to have one to support the family. There's also a Facebook page called Bring My Sister Chelsea Home. You can connect with them there. And, you know, you can continue to show support to the family and also to MMIW cases because, you know, this is just the song that never ends. And the story doesn't change very much. No, it sure doesn't. And how many of these out of Vancouver have we done now? Oh, many, many, many. Too many. Too freaking many. There is a, I believe it's a 20 now, $20,000 reward for information that leads to her return. So there are things that are being done. One of the biggest worries for her mother is that she is a very uh, vulnerable person. So she was in a really horrible, horrible car accident in 2014. And she messed up. Well, it it must have been horrifying. She has a traumatic brain injury. Both of her legs were injured seriously. And she walks with a limp on one leg and wears a brace on it. And on the other leg has an elevated shoe. Oh, wow. And one of her arms only bends to a 90 degree angle. It will not straighten. So she's actually quite physically disabled. Yes, she is. Yeah, and for those reasons alone, she is really uh, vulnerable. She has health needs, ongoing health needs because of that accident that would not be being met. So there was a a release recently of uh, who is at high risk uh, in the MMIW community. Mm-hmm. And here are the bullet points. Children under the age of 12, indigenous women and girls, anyone with a mental or physical health condition, people living with addiction, a person presumably in the company of someone dangerous, and someone whose absence is suspicious and out of character. And Chelsea meets four of those bullet points. Right. She most certainly does. Uh, she's just extremely vulnerable to whatever, you know, here that could have befallen her. It's just so, God, it's just a, it's an awful case, you know? Yeah, it is. Mm. Yeah. So she is from the Kawakatoos First Nation uh, in Canada. And, you know, and, and the First Nation, uh, Tribes have definitely, uh, you know, banded together to help look for her and to keep her name alive. But there's just, 
not much going on. Mom said that the police told her recently that leads have totally dried up. They aren't getting any, nothing new is coming in. They just, they have nothing. She just vanished. But you know she didn't just vanish, damn it. No, no one just vanishes. No one just vanishes. Somebody saw something. Somebody saw something. You know that's true. It always is. Well, she left with someone. Who was that person? Yeah. From that house. And, you know, Canada has lots of CCTV. Well, from that house. and Or what social media was she on? What dating apps was she on? Why can't we? Yeah. We're her, seeing this in just the Just her digital footprint alone. Yes, exactly. Why can't we dig deeper into her digital footprint and figure out who she was talking to? And that agree. takes time. In Vancouver, and CCTV is everywhere. Yep. Yeah, it is. But it takes time and money. It's a very tedious process, as we know, having watched it happen in a couple of other cases. Yep. And I, my sense of it is that it doesn't get done in every case. Yep. And it yep. could get done in every case. Because mm-hmm. these days, we leave a footprint everywhere we go. Yep. You know, if you're walking around your life with a smartphone, it's possible to know where you are at all times. Yep. And where you've been and who you've been with. Yep. So why are they not doing that work? Yep. Why indeed? This is just another one of those times where we're looking at these MMIW women that we are struggling so hard to get law enforcement to care about. Right. This feels like trafficking to me. Oh, indeed. Without a doubt. This feels like she left with someone that she put her trust in that was new in her life. Yep. Who had um, nefarious plans for her. Yep, I agree. Which sucks, and I hate to even say it, but what makes me so angry about that is that she left with someone. Somebody knows something. Somebody saw them. That person was at that party. You know, they went outside and got in the car and the bank across the street recorded them, whatever. Whatever. Or she had contact with someone online that picked her up outside the building. Right. Something happened. And and where's that footprint of her phone? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. If they cared enough to put the resources in, they would figure that out. Right. There has to be an answer here. I just can't accept the idea that there's not. Well, in this bullshit story of women just walking away from their lives, that has been the pat answer for a very long time, decades, mm-hmm. Yep. when a woman disappears. And it is such a misogynistic bunch of bullshit to say. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that occasionally a woman doesn't walk away from her life, but you know what? That's the minority, not the majority. Absolutely. The majority Absolutely. is that women have been being harmed by men. That's what mm-hmm. that's what the majority is. We all know yeah. it is. And, you know, she was a vulnerable person. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately may have been targeted. Yeah. Uh, thanks to the fact that, like you said, she fits though that criteria. Yep. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yep. So let me give you a little bit of information about Chelsea, uh, because everyone should be keeping their eyes out in the area, you know, and beyond, really. 
So again, she disappeared on September 6th in the middle of the night into September 7th. She was on... Of 2020? uh, Of 2020, yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, She was on Granville Street in Vancouver. She's 25 now. She was 24 when she went missing. She has brown hair and brown eyes. She's about 115 pounds. She has a slight limp and her left arm stays bent at a 90 degree angle. She has noticeable scarring on her arms and legs from her accident. Mm-hmm. That's what we know. Um, anyone well, who knows and also anything, she wears a brace. She wears a brace, yep. Uh, anyone who knows anything uh, can contact Crime Stoppers in Canada. And again, you can go to her family's Facebook page, which is Bring My Sister Chelsea Home, or you could go to their website, which is ChelseaPorman.com. Those are all good resources to connect with, uh, you know, her story and with her family. And, you know, if you know anything, obviously. The thing is with cases like this, they need a couple of important things. First of all, we need serious police presence. Yeah. You know, second of all, we need lots of visibility because people see things all the time. And don't realize that it meant something. You know, they don't realize they saw something. I mean, come on. She walked with the limp. She had a brace on her leg. She was a little bit noticeable. Right. That that arm that that doesn't straighten. Like, that's Mm -hmm. something you would remember, you know? Maybe. You saw her. You should talk to the police. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, what you can do, as always, you can like, share, comment. You can share our story, this story, or you can share her family's uh, YouTube and Facebook page, or I'm sorry, Facebook page and uh, website, even better. And Mm -hmm. of course, you can keep paying attention. You can talk about her. You can share pictures of her her wanted, her missing poster is on her family's page. You can pay attention to MMIW cases because my God, they're just piling up. And anytime, anytime you see women in public that seem like something could possibly be wrong, it doesn't have to even necessarily be wrong. Something feels wrong inside of you. Do something, say something, open your phone, start recording, call the police. I don't, wouldn't you rather be wrong? Right. You know? So what if you're wrong and you get embarrassed, you know, you're trying to help somebody and that's what matters. And if you live in Vancouver, put some pressure on your local authorities about Mm -hmm. this. Yeah. Why have the police done nothing for her? And what's interesting to me is, didn't you say that there was a homicide detective working on this case? Mm -hmm. So why homicide and not a missing persons? Why homicide? Mom said that homicide has more uh, resources. Yeah, I'm sure they do. And she felt like there was more movement on the case after homicide got involved, though Mm -hmm. they've all, you know, they maintain the same uh, platform here that there's no evidence that a a crime has occurred or that a a homicide has occurred. So where is that digital footprint? Yep. You don't even need her phone to get it. It's easier with her phone, but you don't have to have her phone to get it. Yep. Where is that? If we've learned anything from the Daybell case, it's that... It's that. They can learn literally everything about you. Yes, they can. Yep. Yeah. If if the time and energy are taken to do that, yep. they could learn so much. Yep. But it sounds to me like they haven't done it. No. 
because they don't know anything. If they don't know anything, then they haven't, you know, like been through her social media and, you know, been through her locations and that kind of thing. Her iCloud account, if she has one, those kinds of things that help give a lot of clues. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm. All righty. Well, that's it. That's Chelsea Poorman. So we'll keep our finger on this case. If we see any updates, of course, mm. we'll update it on our Wednesday night case updates show. Uh, we'll again, we'll be back tomorrow with another case on Tuesday. We'll be back on Tuesday night for the cold read party. We'll be back Wednesday with another case and Wednesday night for case updates at 7 p.m. Mountain and then Thursday night for the psychic hour at 8 p.m. Mountain. So we still have so much more to come this week, you guys. We sure uh, do. As always, thank you for being here. Please uh, send us your case suggestions. If there's something uh, new happening that we don't know about, make sure that we do. Um, we're trying yeah, we to really appreciate your suggestions. Old cold cases that deserve some attention and all the brand new stuff that also deserves some attention. So yeah. we, <laughs> we're running as fast as we can. But if yeah. there's something we've missed, make sure that we hear it. See it. Yes. You guys have been really good to come over to our Facebook page and, you know, share articles and stuff with us there or info as, uh, as it, uh, you know, becomes available. Keep it up, you guys. We appreciate you. It helps a lot. Definitely. And we'll keep doing what we do. Most definitely we will. All righty. Well, this has been another production of True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care. Thanks, guys. Thanks.